I was not as good in thumbnails until I went to Pick a topic, I'll describe how I make a thumbnail. Any topic. That was when I was about 16, maybe 17 years old. And I was making about 20,000, 25,000 a month. There's almost not a single way you've not seen our content because we do over a billion viewers a month. Because even if you ask this to accountants, and I'm talking high up accountants, they do not have these answers. Once you've made money with these two guys, come to me if you want the bigger money. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube search is the best possible business you can start if you want to make anywhere from $3,000 to $10,000 a month within 12 months. All right, Warner, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty all right. I cannot complain. Awesome. So. It's great to meet you here for the first time in Dubai. Um, but let's kick things off. Would you like to tell for the people listening and watching about yourself, who you are a little bit, like how did you get into this whole space, how long you've been doing it, and yeah, just about yourself. Okay, so in short, my name is Warner. I'm 24 years old. I've been doing YouTube since I was about six years old. Okay. I started with RuneScape videos. I started stacking books on top of each other, putting a camcorder on that, and then uh, just press record, even though you could see a six-year-old reflection uh, in the screen, but it was lovely. Um, from there, consistently grew. In 2013, did a lot with Minecraft videos. And then when YouTube monetization started rolling out, I really got into that. And then there was no copyright checks, content ID. Um, so I started a lot of compilation channels. And that's how I really got started from the ground up and uh, started making my first uh, few thousands of dollars. Damn. So you've been at it for a while now. 18 years. 18. 18 years. I'm counting six. Time. I'm 24 now. So. You basically grew up with, uh, with YouTube. Yes, YouTube is like my version of school, yeah. which is a very interesting topic, actually. Why? Tell us. Why? Because normally you go to school for eight hours a day and you have homework, and that's how you're partially being raised. Yeah. So it's the way that you get taught things changes. So if I didn't know something, and they always say, when a kid is curious, he asks 100 questions a day. But normally they don't get answered to all of those hundred questions. Yeah. But if you're on YouTube and you're going to search for them, you get an answer to all of those 100 questions. Mm. So I started learning way faster than my peers, even if it was as simple as a math question. I was like, okay, how does this work? Okay, I understand it. Go next. And it's like, no, 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 this is what we have to do for the whole entire week. And I'm yeah. like, so I watched a three minute video and I know the answer and it's correct. I know it's not the way you want me to do it, yeah. but I get to the same answer and it's correct. And that's how you learn faster. And it's, it becomes very interesting. It's almost any question you have until a certain point. Uh, I feel like I've reached that point because the things that I want to learn right now, which is like with trust and uh, international setups, that stuff is not publicly available on YouTube. No. Even if you try and search very well, there's videos explaining the basics out of it, mm. but not explaining why you should do certain legal setups because so certain legal setups can also get you into trouble. Yeah, it's very important to uh, have those setups right. We were, actually, yeah. we were actually yesterday watching a video with Ron. It's by this guy, Nomad Capitalist, and he was he's basically yeah. his YouTube. You know him? Yeah. Yeah, his, his whole channel is dedicated about like where you should better like, you know, set up and, uh, and all that. And he was talking about how Dubai is... Uh, not so uh, a favorable haven anymore, but... No, they changed it because you have to pay 9% now. But the good thing is the first 3 million dirham is completely tax-free. Um, and that's if you don't make more than that in revenue. So not in profit, but in revenue. Okay. And that's about 780,000 euros. 
So if you make less than 780,000 euros, you're exempt. And those exemptions are valid till 2026. Yeah, okay. So I always say if you make 300,000, or technically speaking, if you make anywhere from about 250,000 all the way up to 700,000, I would highly recommend every single entrepreneur to go to Dubai for two, three, four years, maybe 2026, maybe two more years, and then just enjoy the tax-free money. Mm. And then at one point, return home. And then you have so much capital that you can either invest it, you can pay off your house in one go. You have such um, an amount of money saved up that your loan can be way higher than normal. You're pretty much finished for life. And that's exactly what I've done. Yeah, and so you're returning people. soon, right? Like yes, I'm, 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 I'm planning to return to the Netherlands uh, next year. Okay, That's also the reason I'm here for 90 days now, so I can get my uh, personal tax certificate. Because last year when there was no tax, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. you didn't need one. Uh, and now you need one in order to return. So for me, that's definitely something which is on the planning. It also depends if the home that I'm building in the Netherlands will be finished on time. If it will not be finished on time... And they say, oh, well, hey, listen, we need another six weeks. Then, yes, next year I might catch another year of Dubai exactly. and Bali uh, and then decide to turn back that next year. But that's something which is debatable. I have to see what works for that. And of course. That's, that's also interesting because, uh, like I said with YouTube, as an example, in the Netherlands, there's a lot of ways to pay very minimum tax. You can put in up the a chair in the Netherlands. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> I'm in the Netherlands, so I want to know. Well, one of the things that I read, which I really want to get a proper guy on yeah. and understand, hey, listen, how does this exactly work? But as an example, you can start an organization and out of your BV or your LLC corporation, yeah, yeah. you can send 100,000 euros to that charity and then the charity can invest that money. But the charity, the 100,000 euros, is a tax uh, deductible event. Ah, exactly. So that's how you can already lower your taxes by yeah. 100K. I don't know if that's per corporation or per organization you make, or if that's for every BV you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you have five of them, you can do it five times over, maybe. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a legal expert. This is, by the way, non-legal yeah, no, advice. No, no, no. <laughs> just want to say that just, just from my own experience and my own research that I'm doing. But yeah. it, it, it's interesting what's all possible if you read outside of the books, even if you ask this to accountants, and I'm talking high up accountants, they do not have these answers. Exactly. You need to go to specialized people that read into this, that actually do it, this yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it's very important to do it right as well. Yeah, because if, if you don't do it right, <laughs> you, get you get fucked. <laughs> yeah. So let's go a little bit to the YouTube uh, content you're making. Like, so you started out yourself filming yourself, and eventually you started ar- automating content, right? Yeah. Like, for, for when did you start doing that? And, like, what was your operation looking like? Like, could you maybe tell a little, a little yeah, more so, about that? Yeah, so my first operation was, um, I think, in 2015, 2016. This is when I hired the first, as let's say, employee. Yeah. I had a friend that I paid 300 euros a month to every day make a video, a top five Minecraft song video. Okay. And post that on Game Cinema, which back then was my channel, Game Cinema Minecraft Songs. And that was doing well. Eventually, he started his own channel. I helped him scale it up uh, to the point where he was making about three and a half thousand euros a month. Um, also, at the age of I think fifteen or sixteen. That's crazy. That's like a normal income in the Netherlands. Yes, yeah. that's even more. It's more than yeah, a proper income yeah. in the Netherlands. Uh, we went to to Miami with that money as well, uh, which was hilarious. Just two teenagers flying all the way across the yeah. world, <laughs> just doing stuff. And we went to Barcelona and stuff. All my money went gone on traveling. Yeah, but you had fun. Yeah, I had fun. <laughs> also that, that, that's the thing that matters. So yeah. I'm very happy with that. Um, then you get to the next point where I start hiring my first real employee. It was like, uh, 
not completely done legally way, but I paid her five bucks per hour because it was, it was like a freelance thing. But apparently, yeah. you in Netherlands you have requirements where you have to pay a minimum of sixteen euros uh, per hour. But I was fifteen, so that's more than seven years ago. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter anymore. I can't get caught for it anymore. Um, but back then, I didn't know that. So that's stuff you eventually go and search again. Um, but she was in charge of making three types of videos. One video for sports cinema, one video for Vine cinema, and one video for game cinema. So I was doing nothing besides playing League of Legends. Uh, I was League playing okay. video games every single day, every single hour of the day. And I was making money. I was back then, that was when I was about 16, maybe 17 years old. And I was making about 20,000, 25,000 a month. That's a lot for that age. That's crazy. Yeah. And I yeah. had one employee. And yeah. that, that was it. I had nothing to do. Eventually, um, I had one of the channels terminated. And why? Why? Copyright. Ah, exactly. Because YouTube became more strict over the YouTube time. YouTube became more yeah. strict with content ID and claiming and matching. Um, but there was a lot of money to be made there. So um, definitely an interesting way to go. And then eventually it was like, okay, now it gets terminated. And then when I almost turned 18, all my channels got terminated. From one day to the other day, all my channels got terminated. I was making zero. Please tell me why. I know a, lot of, a little bit about the story, but maybe the, the viewer or the listener doesn't know like why, what happened. Um, what happened is that one, <laughs> that one of the channels actually got terminated. And then YouTube has this rule where if one channel gets terminated, it terminated all channels on that email. Okay. And then eventually all the channels got terminated. And I was like, fuck. And why were they terminated? Um, copyright. I got striked by um, uh, Jukin Media, I think. Okay. The one in charge of uh, Phil Army. Okay. Because oh. it was Phil Army and they also have a sports division. Uh, People are awesome. Yeah. I, I that channel. That. Yeah. And what I was doing, I was uploading GoPro compilations because GoPro was very popular back then. Mm. We had GoPro 4 coming yeah. out. So they're like GoPro 4, best GoPro uh, scenes. So you it's just like, took clips from those channels and made your own compilation yeah. back then. Yeah, okay, check. Um, but back then, rights and things weren't really an issue. Um, the same with Vine Cinema. Vine Cinema is like the dirtiest channel out of all of them. Um, I made money with Kissing Pranks and with Twerking Vines. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that brought in a lot of money. Um, it was also my first play button. Um, so that, that was very lovely. Yeah. Always a good. <laughs> so, so, so let's put it this way. Now you're this young kid, right? You're striving to make money online, yeah. specifically on YouTube, right? You make something work, these compilation channels, and then everything just terminates over one day, right? Yep. So this journey, this hero's journey, right? How does, how does Warner overcome the termination of channels? Where do you go from there? So the good thing is, is that in that regards, I still have money saved up. I had about $18,000 back then in the bank. So more than enough to actually start properly working on stuff. Mm -hmm. And I decided what's the easiest channel I can make legit. Well, that's most likely for everyone. That's a top five or top 10 channel. Yeah. Okay. That was the easiest stuff ever. You had like top 10, um, hardest, hardest test for color blindness. And then I started making those videos and eventually I, I don't know, like two, three weeks in, it already started popping because we just gave it a new twist. I hired a little bit more expensive people. I, I was spending, back then, I was spending about $80 per video. But if you think of that, that's like six years ago, seven years ago, that's a lot of money yeah, to spend on a lot, video. Yeah, exactly. Back then, you could get proper videos edited for like 40 bucks. Mm. So I was spending more than double that. Um, that started popping off and that eventually got all the way up to about 25,000, 45,000 a month. 
um, eventually sold that channel mm. uh, for quarter million. Then later I went from that channel, I started, and then I have to think, I started uh, all the satisfying videos, mm. which was uh, satisfying videos. Again, the compilation part. But in this case, I owned all of the rights. Because you were making the content. And I was making the content. Right. So we had a proper studio, like we're recording in here right now. We had multiple, like... Where, in the Netherlands? or No, this was in Russia. This was in Kazan, uh, back before all the uh, feuds regarding Russia. This is uh, where the story gets crazy, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe also explain like how it got started, like why Russia and... like Why, uh, why Russia? Um, I met this one girl... Uh, on Instagram because I wanted to buy soap videos and the soap videos were very trending back then. Um, eventually, I made like eight hundred thousand. You explain like that. soap videos is like they soap cut videos soap? is they cut soap. Yeah, yeah. It's like ASMR and it's like oh, it is nice. Uh, <laughs> and that was really popular. And then we have one channel do over a billion views. Yeah. Um, just with that content alone. I probably and contributed to a couple of those views. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Well, I always say even with satisfying videos, there's almost no way that every single one of the people watching this right now has not seen one of my videos. Because we get 20 million plus views on Facebook a month. Oh, that's crazy. And 12 million of those are unique. So if you have 12 million unique viewers, you do that all the way up to for a year, you already get, the, what is it, like 3 billion yeah. So you always get, you always reach new people. So there's always not an opportunity you've not seen our content. And I'm not even talking about stolen content, um, compilation videos on YouTube, um, all of the content that we own. There's almost not a single way you've not seen our content because we do over a billion viewers a month. So it sounds to me like you had this kind of first mover advantage. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I was one of the first channels. I was not the first. I was like the third or fourth in the niche. Yeah. Um, but we were back then working together with Eziland which is a very well-known YouTuber. Mm. And we gave her permission to react to our videos ah. in return for end cards. And that's ah. how it really started going viral because the end cards allowed us to get a really high watch time because people were finished watching Azuland and then they wanted to watch more satisfying videos. So they got into our playlist. Mm. So every single one of our new videos has such a high watch time compared to all the other channels uploading. And we won. And then eventually that channel got to $100 a day, $200 a day. And that channel has uh, so far generated $1.2 million. Okay, come back to the Russian story. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah because we're switching a bit up. Of course, um, we're jumping. So the, the Russian story, so I wanted to buy that soap page. And this one girl, uh, Regina, she didn't want to sell her page unless I told her exactly how I was making money of it. Okay. So I was like, all right, fuck this. Uh, this is how I do it. Okay, happy? Okay, yeah, I, I signed. And she signed. I bought her page for like 300 or $800. I don't remember anymore. And she was really happy with it. And then she texted me and she said like, if you ever need an employee working for you, uh, who's very dedicated because I like the stuff that you told me, um, please let me know. And I still was working with that old employee and eventually that didn't go so well anymore. Um, she was together with another guy in a relationship and that uh, broke up as well. Um, he's very big uh, as well. His, uh, his channel is called Horoskonks. Uh, it's from Winston Jillian. Um, it's at like five, six million subs, I think. Okay. It's insane. He's like a really good animator, like Disney level animator. Mm -hmm. uh, he was also doing the Minecraft thumbnails where I made a lot of money on. So we were all working with it together, but eventually I wanted to let go of her. And then I was like, hey, I got something for you. Hop on a call tomorrow. I'll tell you in two or three hours exactly what I do, step by step. And I want you to do it. If you have questions, you let me know. So next day we hop on a call. I explain her everything. And 
not, not a single question. She just does it and it went perfectly. Right. I was like, wow, I don't even have to tell you stuff. So it was a studio in Kazan? Kazan, yes. Kazan. So you, you, you hired her, you had a, like a studio there. Later on, yes. Later on, yeah, right. Yeah. And you were making content in-house in that studio yes, there. Yes, we had. And she was kind of the operational people. manager. Yep. Okay. She became the operational she manager. She became the operational She manager. started as an editor. Right. And then from there, it's like, I listened to channels growing so much. And we were doing longer and longer videos. We started doing one-hour videos, three-hour videos, eight-hour videos. But editing an eight-hour video takes about 12, 16 hours of editing. Yeah. Um, so we needed more people, so we hired more people. And then at one point, the channel got demonetized really? for reused content. Oh, and why? Because you're making it yourself. Well, that's why. Well, that's a little bit of the story going around. Back then, we were just buying clips, and now we had to start making the content. Okay. And that's when it went from just her and Guzelle, two of them editing, to, hey, listen, we need a proper corporation uh, now. Exactly. Because she already went to Bali, she visited me, and we're like, hey, listen, we need to really do something with this we started searching for an office and at the peak we had eight or nine people working for us and that was pretty much it and then we had like a couple of rooms we even have like a whole bathtub because you had the best soap so it was a trend uh, um, yeah. are you comfortable sharing what kind of channel was that like what kind of that videos was, that was oddly satisfying videos all, satisfying. all of, all of yeah. them um, but that channel had an RPM of six dollars that's really high. oh because of the length I think. because of the yeah. length so the length was really high uh, some videos even had an RPM of almost $20 if you talk for the eight hour videos. So it was really long. And then with that, it was like, hey, listen, this is doing so well. Why don't we start more channels? And yeah. we started expanding from there. And that channel has consistently generated 45000 all the way up to $75,000 a month for more than two years straight. That's really nice. Like with not a single day being lower than 1500 bucks for two years straight. You were purely focused on AdSense revenue or maybe also some oh, affiliate only marketing? Only AdSense or? revenue. We did do a few sponsor deals. We had like a NordVPN sponsor deal when we were in our peak. We were doing like a million plus views per day, but then the RPM dropped again. So it was very interesting to see because whenever we went viral, yeah. the watch time decreases a lot yeah. and then the RPM decreases. So it didn't really matter if I got 300,000 views per day or a million views per day. I was almost making the same money. Which was very interesting because then it explores more audiences. Yeah, of course. So it goes to countries which are also not worth as much. So it's very interesting to see how RPM also influences with how popular a video yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, quick interruption. Do you want to learn how to make $5,000 per month on YouTube without showing your face or making any of the videos yourself? Well, if that's the case, I've put together a free video training where I show you step-by-step -step on how I make $5,000 per month so you can replicate it and do exactly the same. Click the first thing down in the description of this episode and check it out. All right, back to the podcast. And I also wonder like, with the affiliate marketing or with NordVPN, because the, the, the audience that watches those videos is so broad, like how many people sign up for those affiliate deals? Do you know? I have no idea. I've no paid 1500 bucks for an insertion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, makes sense because the, the audience that watches this is not in the market of looking for a, a VPN. VPN yeah. No, but if you get a million plus viewers yeah. almost per video in Someone your peak, then... It's more also brand exposure. Most VPN companies are crazy. Yeah, they're, they're like sponsoring. Everywhere. They're sp the sponsoring ExpressVPN. I think sponsoring Mr. Beast as well. Yeah, some yeah, of this content. So. Yep. So it, I think I think like it does have kind of a broader appeal. I mean, if you're in a country that you can't stream something, yeah. or if you're worried about your, there's so many ways you can yeah. sell VPN to someone. Yeah. You know, are you For worried movies. about your data? Yeah. Uh, here as well in the UAE, like some things you can't access. Oh my God, the WhatsApp calls. Yeah. yeah. You tried calling me on WhatsApp. I tried calling work. like three times. Yeah, and it doesn't, it, <laughs> do, it, do, it doesn't work. You need to put your VPN on. 
prior to making the call for it to yeah. work. Yeah. So, but, but I'm also curious, like we are hearing a lot of different niches you tried and we have a lot of beginners watching and listening as well. How do you identify those niches to, to go into? Like what's your thinking process behind it? So this one is very simple because everyone overcomplicates it. And I literally was writing about this on Twitter yesterday. Okay. So that's very funny. I said, why the fuck do we people make so, such a big issue out of finding a popular niche? Yeah. The easiest thing is to do is to just search for stuff you like. Um, girls, I don't know why, they always like crime and horror and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. But crime is the easiest and best example I can take here is just type in crime story time or crime storytelling. And whenever you have a new channel, so you generate, you make a new channel first, you type it in and you're just going to click on every single channel you see. And then eventually you also go to the sidebar of those videos and click on more videos. So you're you talking about 10, going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So you, so you click on everything for 10 or 15 minutes. Now your whole entire homepage is filled up with videos that are trending and are performing well. Oh. And that's the prime example you need to have. And then you can take that data and see if I make a thumbnail, is it better? Yes or no. If the channel that you're looking for, if they have more viewers on a consistent basis than they have subscribers, it's in the algorithm. If you have 25,000 subscribers and on average you're getting 400,000 views, are you in the algorithm? Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, good. you're in the algorithm. Okay, so this is an interesting niche. So then you collect channels, you collect data and you see, hey, listen, what are points I can improve? So for crime, this is really hard now. Why? Because there's a lot of channels doing longer videos in very high quality. Um, the basis of the videos are normally between 30 minutes all the way up to 50 minutes now. So if you want to do something, you have to do it in compilation basis, but you have to do it with audio and the whole proper YouTube automation way, not just clips. So if you do it the proper way, you need to start making five insane uh, criminal cases you've never heard about, no. or five uh, criminal cases where the police was a P, uh, that word. Yeah. Um, and if you have those kind of titles with a very good thumbnail, you have this one officer which uh, liked using, uh, how do you say that? vibrators and stuff on children so very wrong but you use his face on the left and you say on the right i like using toys ah, you yeah. have a very good thumbnail yeah but you need to be really deep in the youtube game yeah if, like for beginners but that, thing is really but difficult. that's what i was going to ask as well like the difference between like how much weight do you put on the packaging of the video and how much do you put on the production quality of the video because it seems to me that over the past, you know, couple of years, the production value has really skyrocketed for yeah. YouTube automation channels and just in general on YouTube, right? And it seems that the weight for the packaging has increased a lot more. You know, Mr. Beast talks about that the thumbnail and title is the most important thing. So yeah. how, how, what would you say, like, how much weight do you put on each of those? Um, how much weight I put on each of those? Very simple. I would say that um, thumbnails are the most important part. I don't really care much about the video in the beginning. Because to let people click is one thing, but to let people watch is a second thing. Yeah. Thumbnails goes prior to upload, uh, yeah. to watching. Yeah. So you can have the best possible video ever, but if your thumbnail sucks, yeah. nobody's going to watch it. Yeah. So you got to first win the click. You first can make the click. That's why I said like use controversial statements. Oh. There was one video of a channel um, that I discovered a couple of days ago. I posted on Instagram as well. And the channel is called XCOP. And they had one video of a white woman screaming because you see that because her mouth is open. Mm -hmm. And you have this tool, is Google uh, AI Vision. I don't know if you heard about yeah. it. Mm -hmm. You can check what emotion is being shared on the thumbnail. And you can see angry. 
because she's like, so you know that. And then the second thing is, she was wearing a bikini, so you saw the melons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, <laughs> that comment gets clicks I, I, yeah. always. <laughs> so 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 that so that works to get people click. And then her racial slur that she used in the thumbnail was yes because she's the other color. Yeah. So it was as controversial as yeah, possible. Exactly. You have a half-naked woman saying a controversial slur while she's angry. Yeah. And what happened with the video? 3.8 million views in, in what was it? 22 days. Bam. That's so, a lot. Yeah. And the video was 40 minutes long. So your RPM is yeah. going to be $10, $12. She, she or he on the channel has made $40,000 on a single video, which was the second upload on the channel. That's crazy. But it's also like a little bit how the YouTube automation way is going. Like I've tr- tried multiple browse channels and you see many niches that pop up. It's like a lot of people go into the same niches and it's often like like fake news stuff or like things are very <laughs> exaggerated. Like what's your opinion on that? Like, of course, the, the money part is really nice. But in the end, like the, the quality of some videos that people are putting out, it's not like really informal. It's like, yeah. Like what's your opinion on those kind of videos you know you mean the quality is too high or too low no like sometimes like a, a video is packaged in a way just to to sp- to play on the emotions of the people while the the video itself maybe is not true or it's so ex like yeah, yeah. So we, we, we've done that do you want to be right or do you want to be rich yeah that's the question <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's a the very good one there's been a lot of hate on the youtube automation space because of that a little bit yeah i say i, I don't care <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me too. I don't I, give a fuck. I, I've done some controversial stuff. I'm not going to go into what I've done, but we've we've dominated the trending page in the US for a couple of weeks straight. Yeah. And we were doing quarter million per month consistently yeah, for that's this not month. Bad. Until we got a warning from YouTube for fake news. Really? So fake they, they are checking that. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. we were dominating, dominating it. Like yeah. we, we got like 3 million, 4 million views with a $6 RPM yeah. in a single day. Yeah, uh, that's a lot. They're, they're curating the homepage like a lot. But you know? especially now with the AI uh, yeah. coming up. Yeah, we yeah. used a lot of AI for that. We had a very big team on that. Um, I can't exactly tell you what it, what it is, but it had to do with war. Um, mm. Otherwise, I'm going to get you guys demonetized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we were making such good, high realistic fake thumbnails that people wanted to click. Wow. And then you just play on their emotions, oh my God. give the debate. <laughs> so it sounds to me that like... Before, if someone wants to start YouTube automation or YouTube in general, they first need to get Photoshop and they first need to like design the thumbnails, which is even more important from what you're saying than the actual video yeah, itself. Yeah, but designing thumbnails, people overcomplicate it so much and I hate it. Right. Every time, this is the most frustrating thing I hate about being a coach is that people overcomplicate things. Right. Just take an image that you think fits nice to your video mm-hmm. and give it a little twist. No. Give it a little opinion. Mm. The the cop video is literally just an image of a blue cloud with a little bit of American uh, thing blend in. Mm. It's made in Canva. Yeah. We made it in three wow. minutes. The, the thumbnail artist that we have for that, it, it barely even charges for it <laughs> because it's not an effort. Yeah. Then you just make a screenshot. You put it on the left. You write text. I like using toys. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Canva, black border around it. That's it. It sounds like uh, what the idea is much more important than the actual, like, yeah. you know, how complicated yeah. not, the design is. Not even is. the idea, the topic. And the title, I think, right? The, the title is what makes it controversial, or the title is what reinstates what's being shown on the thumbnail. Complements it. Yeah. Complements it, yeah, yeah or reinstates. So could you maybe explain, like, what's the process you're following? So you first make the thumbnail, then the title, and then you look like a t- No, the we, made, we first make the title, then the thumbnail. 
um, because the title should reinstate the thumbnail. Yeah. So we're like, hey, listen, okay, so for the thumbnail, pick a topic. I'll describe how I make a thumbnail. Any topic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Space. Space. Don't know. Okay, so yeah. you have space. So let's say you have space and Elon Musk about uh, SpaceX. So what you can do is always show people on the left side. Always. Why? Well, how do you read? You leave from yeah. left to right. Everywhere besides the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're recording this. We're reading left to right, not right to left. Yeah. So if you read left to right, that's also how you scan on YouTube. Yeah. So you're going to scan, scan. Okay, so left, you have the person. That's right. All those Elon Musk channels have Elon Musk on the left side. So you have Elon Musk on the left side. Then you have the basis of the, the space rockets that are clearly visible. And then you have SpaceX. And then you have the very big rocket. And then yeah. you already have a perfect thumbnail. There you go. Yeah. And then you could add text, not even necessarily needed, as long as you clearly show what the topic's going to be about. But if it's going to be, how does it look from the inside? You can have like a little square that zooms out to a bigger square where you show a little bit of the preview. Yeah. And it makes people click like that. And there you go. Yeah. Sounds, Sounds easy. <laughs> Sounds simple. I've tried it for a year. It's, it is simple. But the thing is, you need to understand what makes people click. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I would also recommend if people are very serious, go to VidSummit. Yeah. Because VidSummit really has high quality, interesting people. I was not as good in thumbnails until I went to VidSummit. And that's when it really started popping for me. Like we did more than a 3X in a year time. So you went there and then it clicked or you learned something or like... Yeah, well, it was to do with color contrast and the simplification of thumbnails. So just making mm -hmm. things very simple, very easy to understand. And also that uh, making things more cartoonish Okay. Um, also works really well on YouTube. You mean like Sunny V2 does? I don't know if you know. Uh, him. Yeah, like that. That's a perfect example. Sunny V2 does that uh, very well. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing that I'm learning more and more is about is kind of this general idea of simpli simplification of everything. Just like dumbing yeah. down things, yeah. you know, yeah. making it more appealing for the masses. And when we were at the Ty Lopez seminar as well, he was asking the people in the audience, he was basically saying, like, uh, what course should I create next? Because he popped off with the SMMA, social media yeah. marketing agency thing, right? And then everybody jumped on, everybody started capitalizing on that. According to him, he has like a trademark on that name, but he doesn't care. So he lets everyone use it. I don't know how much of that truth, how much that is the truth. The truth. But um, yeah, he was talking about like, because we were like, yeah, you should, Ty, you should make a course about, you know, business through the lens of psychology. Because he's very good at like psychological, like he's yeah. really well read. And then he's like, no, 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 no. But like, what should I do for the masses? Do you really think the masses are going to buy that? Because don't judge the whole world based on what you guys think. And that really clicks with me because, you know, you might think that that's a good idea for a course. But then what does... You know, the world is big, man. Yeah. The world is a big mm -hmm. place. But that, that, that's also what makes it very funny because I've been talking to a lot of coaches and a lot of people in the industry um, because a lot of people think that coaches make this much money and that all the money they make is from coaching. So for me, it's the whole other way around. I make about 90% of my income from YouTube. I make 10% of my income through my courses. But what do the courses do? The courses give me a network. And they make me semi-popular. People know me. People see, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. And people invite me on podcasts. People invite me to come to dinners. People invite me to get a bit more knowledge. And if they're very interesting people, I'm, I'm willing to meet up. Nine out of ten times, it's more people bragging more than they have than they actually have. So I barely take any meetings unless I want to initiate a meeting. 
Uh, but as an example, we had a lovely dinner. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's hop on a podcast. And now we're here. So then it's, okay, fine. I know you're both doing YouTube search. You're doing something a little bit different than, my, than mm. me, actually. Um, it's definitely interesting. It's also an interesting debate to have over what is more interesting for people to start. Because yeah. I've, I've been speaking to a lot of people with YouTube search. I find it very interesting. I'm always willing to buy up those channels. Yeah, I, I was wanted good. to ask you as well. Because like, you had an interesting take about YouTube search. YouTube, ser YouTube search is the best possible business you can start if you want to make anywhere from $3,000 to $10,000 a month within 12 months. Clip that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is 100%. Can you elaborate? But, Why? But going past 10K a month is almost something that nobody does. Yuri, another person yeah, here, he does it. He does uh, like 30K a month. We yeah. were literally talking about that like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and there's yeah. two or three other people that are earning far over five figures. However, that's a process that takes years. Yeah. YouTube automation, we have, we have some people that start, that are monetized in 13 days, that make over $10,000 a month within the first month. Yeah, That's not for everyone, that's an exceptional result. Mm. But making over five figures a month in one month is way more doable yeah. with YouTube automation than it is with YouTube search. True. So YouTube search is perfect if you want a good flow of basis of income mm. on a consistent basis, but you have to consistently put content out there. It's not passive unless you get a manager to also do your search. But otherwise, it's still something you have to be involved with. But scaling past five figures will take you two or three years. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's also this the question about that search is probably more predictable. You know, it's it's more to me, right? Yeah, because you didn't do research for it. Exactly. Yeah. Like you are researching the mar the market to find gaps in the market, right? Where demand exceeds supply yeah. and where you think that you can make a digital asset that you can index or rank, right? With a good mm -hmm. quality video, answer a specific question or provide some kind of a value, which is usually informational, right? And then YouTube is going to reward you with you know, views, hence ad revenue, right? Yeah. With YouTube automation, the kind of the recommendation, the browse content, to me, it seems that it's, what we talked about is this, you need to be like, you need to become very good at understanding what gets people to click and what gets people to continue watching the video, which to me, it seems like a much harder skill it maybe, is. Maybe I'm differently wired, but the, the funny thing is, we have whole we have the whole entire thing with YouTube search explained in one video in our course. Because I can explain YouTube search in one video. Yeah. Because you can literally go to Google Trends. You can search for things that are interesting. You can go to YouTube. You type in how to solve. It gives you a whole entire list. But you don't forget that the competition the is getting more like higher. Yeah, like it's we, it's we getting whole, higher. But so you thing need is, to go deeper into the rabbit hole. So, so, so I'll, I'll connect that back to you. Are you using shorts in order to get more uh, traffic? No. 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 So that's also the thing that a lot of search people are doing that are a bit higher up. So they're using shorts to very quickly send the message, but then they give a solution. Yeah. But if you want more solutions, you have to click on the video. It's the same one which you shared with me, how to make the wet, wet uh, wood yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, burn yeah, as an example. Myself, yeah. You can, that's a three, four minute video. You right. can clip that into a minute. Right. You have that minute video and then you use that link for the full video. And that's what a lot of people have been doing. Why? Because YouTube is promoting shorts. Nine out of 10 times when you search for things, what is the first thing you see? Four shorts pop up. 
It really depends because I feel, I feel like they're testing. Like sometimes I will open up YouTube on my phone and I'll get like four shorts. Yeah. yeah. You know, and sometimes I'll open up depends YouTube and it's like, I, th I feel like they're kind of testing. They're always testing what the user interface yeah. and what to put where and, but, and how to show it. But last time when I was searching for the DJI Pocket on how to improve the microphone, um, the first thing that popped up was a short. A short explained pretty much everything in 60 seconds. And it's like, hey, we have some more tips. Make sure you watch your full video. And I watched the full video. So I went from watching a short right. four minutes, which was a full 100% retention, mm. into watching a four minute video with 100% retention. Mm. So it can be a very interesting thing to get additional traffic to your main videos and make more ad revenue. Yeah, it could be, but I feel like also it can add a lot of complications because like, don't forget, people are starting out, they get overwhelmed with like everything, man. Like we, had, beginners, a, yeah. Yeah, we had like a person in our, in our coaching program, um, shout out Julio, you know, he was, we were, he was starting out his channel and then, you know, we had the first coaching call with him and it was the first thing you do. Well, first you got to get a channel, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that like on the first coaching call, we we're like, all right, how can we help you? He's like, yeah, all right. So um, I have this question about keyword research, man. I don't really understand. And I'm like, Julio, hold up a second. Do you have a channel? He's like, no. I'm like, all right, right, right. Rewind. First, yeah, rewind. No. Affiliate marketing even. He was talking, oh, yeah. He was like, right? affiliate marketing. <laughs> I'm like, rewind. Let's start with step number one, you know? So when you're talking about, and even like creating content, creating long form content, like even for search, right? What's challenging for people is even getting the first video up because you need to overcome a couple of hurdles, you know? So then a, uh, the shorts is a completely different format of a video. So that in my mind requires a different person, like a different editor as well. So I would suggest probably people start with the horizontals first and not care yeah. about shorts. Mm -hmm. And then once you have that in place, once you have oh, that 100%. dialed in, then you can move on to the, to the, to the shorts as well. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. You have to, like I said, you have to simplify it before making it more complicated. Yeah. Um, and that's also with, co with coaching and courses, which I found very interesting, is that people say sometimes that a course is really bad if they only have videos of two or three, four minutes, but it summarizes the most important knowledge. Yeah. If you want to get in-depth knowledge, so we have a mix of two. We have videos of three, four minutes. For example, we have a niche research video, it's 75 minutes. So we teach you exactly on how we do the niche research ourselves yeah. so you can replicate it, but then in topics you find interesting. And with search, you have so many different categories in search as well. As an example, quizzes, they have search. Yeah, People are searching for emoji quizzes, uh, Disney quizzes, uh, time quizzes, math quizzes. Mm. People are also searching for everything. So you also have very much search traffic in those kind of topics. You have a channel called Quiz Kingdom doing 15 million views a month. And most of the uh, viewership is coming from um, subscriptions, yeah. also some people watching new quizzes, but it's also coming from search. And 15 million views, the RPM of quizzes is $3, 45K a month. Yeah, it's it's way more predictable in my opinion. Like I've tried to to get like a browse channel, like the, to get Beach recommended automation. Yeah, yeah. Beach automation, regular way. I tried it for a year, spent about $5K dollars on it. And meanwhile, I started already a search channel with like, I upload like 200 videos a month for $3 each. And I just saw it like increase, increase, increase all the views every month. And with mm -hmm. browse, it went like up and down for a couple of days and until I uploaded the new yeah. one. And I was like... Bia has, has something very fun to say about that. He says, you're chasing the Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. You're chasing and the what? I'm, you're chasing the Saturdays. So every time you upload on Saturday, you're oh, yeah, changing yeah, yeah, the Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whenever you post on Saturday, Monday, you have to start again. As yeah. soon as you click that publish button, yeah. you're back to square, square one, one, man. And you have to yeah, do it all over again. 
of course, there's some majority in revenue which he will still have because it's yeah. still a public creator. Of course, yeah. And I believe some of the companies he's promoting is most likely his. I'm not 100% sure, I'm not making judgments, but um, it's something I would do at least. To me, search is like nice. It's like you, you build a backlog, right? Yeah. If the video indexes and ranks, like I have videos, I have this one video that I always use an example, like Amazon dropshipping for beginners thing. Yeah. I made it like four years ago. So getting viewers and it has a Dude, crazy high RPM. Right? It's crazy. Yep. And then I have other videos, the, the firewood video that I showed you as well. It's all yeah. on my main channel, yeah. by the way. Like, I just love that. And yeah. then I had some other videos that I try to hit for browse. And how much is your main channel making? My main channel, well, so basically- So my, your, your personal one, I mean. My personal one. So I got my main one to like 5K per month. Mm -hmm. Then I got hit with invalid traffic. Yeah, that sucks. Like, I don't know why. So now it's making about 2K per month. Yeah. And then I tried to, I can't try to fix it anything, but I have a second channel as well where I'm making the yeah. Amazon product review videos. So yeah, give or take, that's kind of the range. You have a lot of yeah. affiliates as well. Yeah, and I have yeah. a lot of affiliates. Affiliates make up a lot. Dude, affiliates are great. I know. Because there's something which is called transactional content. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's like Shopify versus Wix. Yeah. You know, so... People are just comparing to and just going yeah. to decide which one they're going to get. They're, they're watching that right before they make the purchase. Yep. You know, oh, do I want this or this? They should just need that kind of little extra push. Yeah. And then, hey, by the way, for your, for your convenience, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a link down in the description. Dude, Shopify is great. Shopify as well. I do it as well. And they, 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 now they already changed it. They fucked over so many people. Yeah. They changed it back. Yeah, yeah really? The one month, right? Literally, yeah. two or three days ago, we were having dinner. I checked my email. Shopify terms changed from the three months free trial for a yeah. dollar to now, I think, a month. Oh, wow. Yeah, so now it's actually a better. So Shopify is, is better again. Nice. Okay, <laughs> good, good, good. And uh, with the invalid traffic, that's something which YouTube has to really figure out. And it's not. And, and you got it as well with your normal, like, browse yeah, channels, we, right? We, we had it with a browse channel happen twice, actually. We had it happen on an Elon Musk channel. We had it happen on a, um, a Fly Private channel. And both of those channels completely fucking sucked. Yeah. Um, but still, if you have that, you're not bothered uploading, you're not bothered improving. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah, I don't care. I just put like a 60 buck video on it and it was really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also since then, learned a lot more myself as well. Now what we do is we have such high quality productions um, that I shared a couple ones yesterday and the day before, I think. I'm going to catch it here quickly. Sure. It's a very nice one. It's, uh, but I think it just kind of shows kind of we have this channel as an example can't share the name but now we're doing more high quality production I don't know if you can pull this up but this is 7.7 million views within 28 days brand new channel okay nice. no shorts not a single yeah. one looks good so it's uh, it's the, the perfect use and then there's another one in 90 days which is yeah. a bit less but it's this wonderful stuff but how, how do you handle like the inconsistency of browse because you can see like a big peak and then it goes down. Like you get used to the peak, right? That's at least what I yeah. had. You get addicted to the peaks. Um, so one thing is just letting it go off. Yeah. And the thing is, because I'm not have a personal channel, I'm not chasing after the next Saturday. Yeah, exactly. My team is just working. They have a salary. I just need to make sure, is my team happy? Yeah. What can I do to improve their day? What can I do to improve their life? Yeah. So my task is just to sit down and have chats. But you still check YouTube analytics every day. I, right? I check my analytics yeah. every day, like uh, like a hard Also, dog. when you wake up, like <laughs> when I wake up, I don't check it anymore. Okay, good. But at one point, you start letting go of that. Yeah. I have to say, in the past, I had a complete addiction to that. I literally had one monitor, which had like all of the channel oh. real times, 
Oh, yeah. so it's like uh, one point like 12 channels or something yeah. where you have it full screen just all of the blue lines and it's like mm. yes mm. Until, it, until it goes down and you're like until it goes down and it's like but if it goes down you're you're right away like oh that channel fuck that's that person yeah what's yeah. going on here <laughs> yeah. let's have a chat now it's um yeah. you, you get used to it but bras even though it's fluctuating and yes we have channels die out it's like all these satisfying videos it died out yeah. completely it's not making a single penny anymore um, but you start up a new channel. We had storytelling channels with the $15 RPM yeah. that were getting 40,000 views a day. Okay, so that's 600 bucks a day. How big is the team? It's only two people because it's an AI voice. So we have a script writer, which is mostly trained on AI with a lot of videos because <laughs> that's also some stuff. Like if you want to play the game smart, you have to become smarter. Yeah. Um, so what we've done, we've taken all the popular videos, we put all of those scripts and we just did ChatGPT Please remember this. Please remember this. Please remember ah, this. Yeah. Please remember this. So we have like two, three hundred videos, and it's like, please write us a story time like this, and it gives us the perfect story. Really, ChatGPT four, I think, then the, yep. the updated one. Yeah, but it saves all the data, and then it writes way better stories. Yeah, and that is just a checking process, and then from the checking process, you go simply over to the next part, which of course is the editing, and then the editing has to be amazing. So you spend like 10, 20 bucks on the scriptwriter, yeah. but you spend eighty bucks on an editor which yeah. also does the vo voiceover, and then you have a $100 video, which pretty much with a $15 RPM, you only have to get like 8,000 viewers and you're already profitable. Yeah. That must make it so awesome. That's crazy. And talking about your team, like we have a lot of people in our community as well trying to find freelancers. Like what's your approach to, to expand your team and find those freelancers? So I have to say, honestly, I'm in a lucky position. Why? Because I'm an established coach. Yeah. We have English and Dutch over 1,000 plus members. So I get teams in my DM on a consistent basis. I just take 10 from there and I check, hey, listen, I think you're good. I think you suck yeah. and I think you need to improve. So I take the people that I find good and I just save them. And then if people are like, hey, hey, Warner, I'm getting a lot of success from this one. People literally tell me this. And it's like, if you would like to use this team, um, let me know. I can send it to you. Maybe you can share it in the community. And I'm like, okay, I'll buy like two of orders and I see what it does. If it's good, okay, I keep them. If it's not good, I'll say like, hey, listen, appreciate the work. Here's a hundred bucks, but yeah. we're not going to work together. Got it. Just for your efforts. For, for beginners, would you still recommend websites like Upwork or? Yeah, I, I always say Upwork. Um, if you want to do high quality, Twitter is really good. Twitter. And you also have YT jobs, but it's crazy expensive. Got it. But so it's like certified high quality YouTube. people. Yeah. yeah. So what advice would you give for someone starting out in the YouTube space? Well, what I say, I don't think it's bad advice, but I would say um, start YouTube search first, hmm. get income from that. Why? It's a way lower barrier to entry. There's decent money to be made there. And then once you've made money with these two guys, come to me if you want the bigger <laughs> money. <laughs> no, but but, but that's, that's, that's honestly what I would say. Yeah. Because that's a lot more secure. The percentage of people succeeding most likely for your community will be really high. Yeah. That's a very interesting point. And with YouTube cool. automation, it sometimes gets overwhelming for people. People quit, people don't finish it. Yeah. And YouTube switch release to start, but you won't make a lot of money. Of course, it's in perspective. If you want to make an extra 3,000, it's definitely possible. Yeah. You're going to make an extra 10,000, you're going to have to wait two years. Yeah. You most likely won't achieve that within, let's say, most likely you won't achieve that within a year. Yeah. Most likely yeah. it will take you two or three years to get to 10,000 a month. Yeah. But if you make $3,000 a month, you take that money and you're going to properly learn how to do YouTube automation. You're going to invest time in that because yeah. it takes a lot more time. Then you can scale fast by uh, the 10K. 
We had one student example was 17 years old, had a channel himself. He made it with AI, um, sold the channel for a good lump sum of money, then invested it into coaching. And two months later, now he has two channels, no, three channels, uh, two channels of them doing $200 a day and one channel of them doing $100 a day. So he went from $3,000 a month with a safe channel, which he sold, invested that money, and now he's doing, what is it, 500 so that's $15,000 a month. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. At the age of 17. So I would say get the... Su- First, make it secure. And that's also quickly in between, uh, mm. because you said with coaches and programs, which is easier to sell with Ty Lopez. Um, as an example, selling uh, appointment setting or closing calls is way easier because if you know a lot of people, you can guarantee placement. So people have a guaranteed job. And it's really easy to teach people the basics of scripts, of making sure people buy people in the Instagram comments. It's a way easier business model of selling. Because your statement would be, you want to learn how to make $3,000 to $5,000 a month from your phone, anywhere in the world, location freedom. Yeah. Hmm. It's a way easier sell point than, hey, go build a team and have people make yeah. YouTube videos. So it becomes that barrier to entry again. We're setting as a business model to sell as a coach is 100 times easier as it is for YouTube automation business. Bam. Yeah, that's that's what I would conclude. Warner, thank you so much yeah, for your thanks time. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no worries. Really appreciate it. No worries. Glad to uh, help everyone out. You're gonna find all the links to Warner's accounts down in the description of this video. Take care. Cool. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>